0: everybody and welcome back to the small introvert then i am your podcaster sally and in today's episode you guys picked the topic not me kind of a shocker actually i might do it even more so for those of you who do not know what i what i mean by that is that i put a poll between two subjects and you did the pick now in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about geeky movies. Pretty fitting, huh? <laughs> and pretty predictable for me, I know. <laughs> but in today's topic, it's not going to be 10 list like a list of 10. It's going to be a 20. Now, let's talk about that. Now, like I said... Going to be 20 movies so it's gonna be a lot to digest a lot to talk about so me got me coffee me got me what the hell well anyhow <clears throat> and also for those of you who are also uh people who like retro or should i say um well not just retro actually um the 90s most of these movies are from the 90s, so for those of you who like that, so shall we begin with movie number 20 The Pirates of Silicon Valley, 1999 Martin Bjork? Now, here's the thing this movie starts with the start of Microsoft and Apple, it has a brilliant cast who do. A great job at portraying their characters Noah Wilde and it was also a good as he invited the walk on stage to Apple conference to pretend that he was Steve Jobs an audience was fooled briefly and it became the greatest moment in Apple conference history now this movie is actually available on Amazon for those of you who buy stuff Especially if you live in the US, so. Hmm. I guess you can. Now, movie number 19. Short Circuit 1986 from Joan Bodham. Now, five, number five is alive! Number five! Now, what number five is, it's a group of experimental. Robots in a lab, it's electrocuted and suddenly becomes intelligent and escapes. And another blurry geek movie from the 80s, actually. It must have been something in the water that decade. Hmm. I think this type of movie, it's also. Actually, it has inspired something else. It also has a geeky play feel on Dungeons and Dragons and also. Another movie that I actually watched, that I actually loved uh, Called uh, Frankenstein <laughs> I know, I know, I'm old school, what can I do? From 19, I don't know, 43, 45? I don't know, I don't remember the year But, you know, Frankenstein Let's go with fact number 8 One of my favorite movies of Angelina Jolie I know, it's not Lara Croft <laughs> It's gonna sound weird it's Hackers from nineteen ninety five. Ian softly. Now here's the thing, it is corny, it is far fetched, but it has a good rep- representation of being a hacker. Nevertheless, it was extremely popular, especially with the eternal September crowd and all of that. I mean, most of the most of us are still waiting for October nineteen ninety three. Angelina Jolie is and will ever be the only thing that would make me watch this movie again even though like i said it's not a good movie not the best movie ever but it is the best movie ever if you are a fan of Angelina Jolie because I come on I think she was 25 at the time no No, I think she was about 20, I don't know. How old is she now? She's about, what, 15? Yeah, I guess. Now, here's the thing. For those of you who are going to be starting a war right now in here, in my house, please don't. Because there are both movies here. Both sagas are here. And you know what I'm talking about. Star Trek, The Wrath of the Khan, 1982, Nicholas Mayer. Now. Here's the thing, this is not the movie that most people would have picked of someone of an age of 23, of my age. But I'm going through a middle age crisis, and this movie, it shows it. It really does. Like in Admiral Kirk's midlife crisis... And there's a return of an old enemy looking for revenge and potentially like... So yeah, hold on. What the heck in Jingdong? <sighs> and yes, like I said, there are two categories, well, two of the movies that has started a lot of war between the community. I know. With movie number 16. War Games, you guessed wrong again. It's also Jean Bodham, the same producer of Short circuits. Oh, wow. This that John Bodham was a very... It's not Bodeham, it's Badham, so I don't want to, like, call him, like, Spam. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my god. Now, this movie was made in 1983. A young man finds a back door into a military central computer which is reality which in which reality is confused with game playing possibly starting world war three really dude now we're paying the price Now nah, well, here's the thing this film is a, has a hilarious look back at the early home computers it was so popular it was nominated for three oscars yeah well now we're paying the price in 2020 we almost had world war three For those of you who will think that it's political, it's a political pun, it is. (laughs) You're welcome. Now, let's go with movie number 15. The Repo Man, or should I say Repo Man in 1984, Alex Cox. Now, this movie is a cult classic. I mean, come on. And it has so many important story elements. So, technically, this is the plot line. It's a young punk auto- Becomes a rebel man after helping to steal a car, stumble into the world of wackiness. As a result, this film has often underrated, but a brilliant for its time, and has aged well. And for me personally, if you are someone who likes dark humor, but at the same time, is geeky or nihilist, absur- like who is has a nihilistic absurdism and dark humor, and you are a geek, this is the movie for you, buddy hands down like there is no other movie i could get like i could think of than this now let's go with movie number 14 the planet of ace of 1968 franklin j schaffner now here's the thing i don't mind the old the new movies but it's the old movies that take the charm for me because it's where the idea was very original. It's where the idea has sprung. It's where the inspiration has begun. It's where, like, I mean, there are some remakes that are pretty, I'm not gonna say good, but pretty decent. Hmm, I'm not gonna lie. But this movie, it will make you cry. It will make you laugh. It will make you. Ah. Like this movie will captivate you the way it is, and this is like this movie in particular. Like this series is so near and dear to my heart. This one, the Star Trek, the Star Wars, the originals, the old ones. I'm not talking about the new ones. The new ones are a whack. Nope. 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 No. no. Hell no. No. no, 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 no. And, let me just whiz up to the other movie. It's Alien, the quadrilogy of 1979 Ridley Scott. Now, here's the thing. For those of you who will think that Alien is bad, I will kill you. <laughs> and I'm serious. Because this is the type of movie that I just, hold on. Like I said, this type of movie is ah, oh, like you have literally Ridley Scott as a director. You have aliens, androids, alien planets, Shrugney Weaver kicking ass. And you have a female lead badass action figure, Ripley. Like, how could you say no? Unless you're an idiot. Now let's go to Nippon with Akira of 88 at the spot number 12. A secret military project engages Neo-Tokyo when it turns to a biker gang member into a rampaging psionic psychopath that only two kids and a group of psionic can stop. This is perhaps the greatest animated movie of all time. Just stunning. Especially when it comes to geeky stuff. I'm not talking about animated movie because... Japanese animated movies are like already, like mwah, already a heaven, especially Miyazaki, uh, Ghibli Studio. Like, already those two, they're like, ah, so <laughs> Like, yeah. Now, let's go with the weirdest part at movie number 11. Hi, or should I say P in 1998 Darren Aronski now here's the thing this is probably the weirdest movie I've ever watched for me as a person because it is literally the director's requiem for a dream the outline of this film is a param- paranoid Mathematician reaches for a key number that will unlock the universal patterns found in nature. But what could be cooler than that? Especially for those of you who love math. This is a beautiful movie made. But for someone like me, as a geeky in science and physics, not really, because I hate math. Let's go with halfway up the list at number 10, Office Space 1999, Mike Judge. While this was not a very successful film in the theaters, it has become a cult success. Peter Gibbons, thanks to a hypnotic suggestion, decides not to go at work at the same time his company is laying people off. When layoffs affect his two best friends, they conspire to plant a virus that will embezzle money from the company into their accounts. You must see this film if you have not already. But like I said, like I said, for those of you who know me, who know that I hate to pick between Star Wars and Star Trek, I'll tell you why. The first version of Star Wars was marvelous. Like, listen to this. Luke, I am your father. Why did I sound like Darth Vader right now? What the heck? (laughs) I didn't try to, sorry. Also, my voice is pretty harsh, so yeah. Now, here's the thing. For those of you who would think that, oh, the remakes are good. Oh, the new Star Wars is good. F you, it's not. I mean, here's the thing. Story-wise, it's marvelous. Comic-wise, it's beautiful. But movie? Uh, No. Sorry, no. But at number 9, the original Star Wars of 1977, George Lucas. That was a masterpiece, and I would still watch them every single day for my entire life. I would them and the movie after them, which is The Matrix at 8, In made in 1999, Larry and Andy Faschofsky. Now, here's the thing. The first movie is probably the best movie ever, and it really stands alone as one of the best geek movies ever. There's not a geek who has not fell in love with The Matrix, or fell in love with the series of the movies. Because even though the other movies were kind of weird, but they were good. Now let's go travel back in time! Way back in time, in the 20s! I know, pun on pun, what can I do? (laughs) But not the 20s of this century, The 20th of our older century, in 1927, to talk about Metropolis by Fritz Lang, one of the first sci-fi movies ever made. Metropolis is as important now as the day it was filmed. It is the future and humans are divided into two groups. The thinkers who make plans, but don't know how anything else works, and the workers who achieve the goals but do not have the vision yes that was an actual movie and it is a beautiful movie like of the like 20's age at that time it was a beautiful movie maybe a little bit too old for some of you like as a taste but for me it's wonderful let's go with fact number 6 or should I say movie number 6 Brazil, in 1985, by Terry Gilliam. Now, to not include a film by Terry Gilliam would be a crime for me. But this movie is set in a futuristic, bureaucratic, and features some amazing images and concepts. It is still a comedy of errors. And for some reason, it reminds me of Hermes from Futurama of Mark Jürgenberg. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, right. He's a bureaucrat. Now I remember. So that's why. Let's go with movie number five. Let's go a little bit to the nearest era, even though this movie is still old, probably older than most of you kids who are claiming that you're geeks, but you're not. Like you're 14, but you're saying that you're a geek and you're not. Which is kind of a bummer, because you're not, kid. As long as you didn't watch Star Wars on Star Trek, and you had not watched uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, The Matrix, uh, also you never watched uh, Dungeons & Dragons, you never watched or played Warhammer, or, like, especially with Warhammer 40- 40k, you haven't played uh, World of Warcraft, League of Legends, uh, like as long as you haven't done those in your life, uh, Minecraft in particular, you kind of call yourself a geek. I'm sorry, buddy. <sniffs> uh, yeah. Nonetheless, also, you would never have, if you didn't have any, like, quote-unquote, anything about science and physics, what the hell do you call yourself a geek? <sniffs> yeah. Anywho, let's go back to the podcast let movie number five serenity now here's the thing serenity is a movie that is pretty weird for me at least it's a little bit too hectic but the plot is river tam and her brother simone are hiding out from a total ter- oh totalitarian government that experimented with river's brain abroad, the space freighter Serenity. It is really pleasing to see such high-quality sci-fi being produced still. This is a must-see movie for those of you who are interested in these type of things. I am not. For me, it's not. Fact number four, Lord of the Rings. Hey, you want a second breakfast? Of 2001, Peter Jackson. Now, here's the thing: this is a movie that, if I do not mention in such a podcast, in such a episode, it is—it would be a crime for me. It would be a sin. It would be a sin that I would have to carry across my body every single day for the rest of my life. That's how bad it is. That's how good it is, this movie. And the best of all this thing is that this movie was made somewhere here on Earth. It's made on New Zealand. Yes. (sighs) Ah. Let's go with a with a movie that is actually a I'm not gonna say this. How am I gonna say this now? This is some sort of a parody on Star Wars in movie number three, Spaceballs of 1987, Mel Brooks. Now, here's the things. Planet Spaceball's President Scrooge sends a Lord Dark Helmet to steal planet Rudia abundant supplies of air to replenish their own. Only Loon Star can stop them. Simply hilarious movie. And I would love to watch it again. Actually, I would watch it again, to be honest, now that I'm saying it. Let's go with movie number 2 and movie number 1 blade runner of 1982 by ridley scott yet again the creator of aliens and 2001 of 1968 stanley kubrick now curb no kubrick whoops now here's the thing 2001 is the movie of space odyssey that is just a beautiful movie, brilliant story, by Arthur C. Clarke. Any geek who does not like a movie like this, for me, it's not a geek. Like I said, like you have to check out a lot of things to be a geek in my book. One of them is watching these movies. Now, when it comes to Blade Runner, particularly this one, this is a beautiful movie and it is the original not like the old like the new ones the new ones are whack here's the thing the new ones are much more focused on having the body having the shape having like yada yada when this movie has first things first for me it has harrison ford who doesn't love indiana jones actor running around the maze killing off aliens for god's sake Surely it ain't me. I mean, who hates this movie? Who hates this movie is actually doing a crime? For me, at least. So, I don't know. I guess you, I should go check on them right now. So, yeah. Now, anywho. I thank you so, so much for watching. Well, listening, not watching. And do not forget to follow me on Instagram on uh, the small introvert. Then go, and I'll see you on the next time. See ya guys! Oh yeah, by the way, stay tuned for tomorrow because I will do a I will do actually a new uh, poll just now for the next episode. See ya, goddamn bye.